0: This is Josie Brown with Author Provocateur. My guest today is novelist Susan Carlisle, who writes smart, sassy, sexy romances. Some of her novels are with Harlequin, which means her readers are always assured a happily ever after. Recent novels include Christmas with the Best Man, Stolen Kisses with Her Boss, and The Surgeon's Cinderella. And just in time for the Barber Vay Reader Appreciation Weekend 2018, Susan will be releasing a new novel, Redeeming the Rebel Doc. Hi, Susan. Thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: (laughs) I so love you. (laughs) First, I'd like to talk about the upcoming release that you've got called Redeeming the Rebel Doc. I have to tell you, I love the idea of a doctor who has been such a bad boy. And that he, (laughs) I mean, perfect, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And now he needs the help of a sassy PR executive, and of course, the sparks fly. So, how did you come up with that concept?
1: I, I, a magazine in in the airplane.
0: Oh my God.
1: It, the, um, I, they usually put in, you know, ads for things, and, um, this was an ad for a PR person, and I thought, oh, what if there's a bad doctor and, Needs some PR work, and um, and then just took it out, took it from there, and went. Um, so I I get my ideas from all kinds of places, but this particular one came out of a, out of a magazine.
0: I think that's wonderful. I agree with you. You can be sitting in the. I was sitting in the gynecologist's office, and I read an article about somebody called a baby planner, and I came up with my book, The Baby Planner. I <laughs> I see that's like stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
1: get them off of a TV show or I get them out of the news or magazine and um, you know that you just kind of run with it and say hey what if you know
0: exactly exactly I also want to note to the listeners that uh, we both come from the same neck of the woods which is (laughs) Georgia
1: yeah, yeah. I don't think you call, you talk quite as southern since you were born. <laughs> well, you but know, I understand you better than I do most people. How
0: about that? Well, that's good. And you see, I I rolled right into you. You you know because I get more syrup in my voice when I talk to somebody from the south.
1: Yeah, you have to throw in a good y'all.
0: Y'all exactly. I broke myself of the yalls. So <laughs> so you know I've also noticed you've got like a very strong. Southern cadence, both in your plot and your tone in, in the book that's part of your novella with the Magnolias and Moonshine joint authors series. Was it fun channeling, or is it fun, I should say, channeling your inner Southern belle?
1: Oh yes, definitely. And I, I, you know, you go back to write what you know. And, um, and I, I know the expectations and, and, what we will do and say in the south and it's fun to use it i have to be a little more judicious on my medicals because so many of them are um, translated into other languages and my southern doesn't always translate uh doesn't always translate well into italian or icelandic or norwegian so um when i write those books i i uh, i don't say so i don't tiptoe, but I'm conscious of, hey, I can't use that slang statement in dialogue because it's not going to translate at all like what I mean it to.
0: Well, that makes me cry because you would think that you're helping them learn our slang as well as when we go there and we hear them talk and we go, oh, that's a nice phrase.
1: Yeah, but, you know, that dog don't hunt. (laughs) Or, uh, you know, um, you don't crank my tractor. Doesn't always translate, so it's those type of things that I'm a little, um, a little more cautious of. And but in uh, the southern magnolia uh, stuff, I went ho, I went gung ho, and I was all about Susan in Atlanta, you know that kind of
0: thing. You know, one thing else that I know about you is you have a tremendous love of travel. I mean, you've hit all forty nine of or forty nine of the fifty states. I think that's fabulous.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. My I I would have been the pioneer woman that kept going and said, Let's see what's around the bend huh. I, 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 <laughs> You know, and if I if I go into a house like or you know, you go visit a house like a Southern Living Home or something that, that they have it, I wanna see in the closets even though there's nothing there. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm curious and, and I do enjoy travel and and I go as often as I can. So, um, this year, uh, my big, big travel part is, uh, I'm actually going to the, uh, readers, um, event in Paris in May. Wow. And then a week later they have one in Berlin. So I'm going to, to, uh, do both of those readers events. And I'm really excited because, um, you know, those are readers that I'm not going to reach in America and, um, and they're, uh, a heavy readership for my books, um, in, in general, so um, so that's my that's my big deal travel this year. So.
0: Great, you I've been to Berlin. You're gonna love it. It's really
1: oh, really well, uh, good. I, I'm gonna pick your brain about that when I see you in, in April.
0: Good. I haven't even heard of that event. What's the event?
1: It is called
0: Lost Romantics. Ooh.
1: Yeah, and it is, sounds good. Don't.
0: Yes, yeah. very ooh la la.
1: They put chocolate on
0: it. I'm sure. I'm sure they will be putting a lot of chocolate out on. It. <laughs> um, so, have any of your travels inspired books? Like, have you ever been in a place and said, "I want to write a book about this"?
1: Oh, all the time. I'm I'm one of those um, kind of odd ducks on, on the author end. Is that I um, don't tend to start with the characters. I very much start uh, tend to start with um, setting, and I think, hey, I like this place. I've got this in my head. I I see the visual. What could happen here? What kind of people would be here? And um, and go from that. Now I, there are some books that I have that are you know start with the character, but that's really pretty rare. In fact, the one I'm writing right now. Um, actually takes p- place in a small town in uh, in the panhandle of Oklahoma, and um, my family came from that area, and I know it. So I've said, okay, what would happen if you take, you know, this Boston doctor that family has has everything and it's a big social life, and plop him down into to this small town with 800 people and um it gives you a really it gives you conflict kind of up front exterior conflict anyway but um but I, I anywhere i travel you can guarantee there's going to be a book come out of it sometime
0: <laughs> well yeah. i, I want to i'm looking forward to that book because i do i appreciate that area tremendously
1: yeah
0: and i think you're going to bring out everything that's sweet and wonderful about it and at the same time, have just the right amount of conflict from you know the big fish going into the small pond all of a sudden.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So it it, it has been fun to write so far. So um, I, um, but it that that helps with um, that kind of conflict. But I also have a good idea of how things look, and I think readers appreciate if you can give them uh, those little tidbits of. Of the dust blowing in your eyes, or you know, or hiding in a bunker for a tornado, uh, the uh, the reality of, of everyday life, I, instead of it always being on a loftier plane. So, um, those, those they just make it fun for me.
0: I I and agree. I write,
1: I write what I like, so that helps too.
0: Want to hear more about the authors who will be attending the Barbara Bay Reader Appreciation Weekend? Just go to my website authorprovocateur.com, and click on to the other interviews. You'll also find them on the event's Facebook page. And beneath each interview, feel free to leave a comment about your favorite part of it. Doing so puts you in the running for a bundle of the author's books. Listeners can leave one comment per author to be entered for the drawing. This is Josie Brown of Author Provocateur, signing off.